0: Hi everyone, I'm Celia Keenan-Bolger and this is Sunday Pancakes, a podcast to nourish your head and heart any day of the week. Oh my gosh, my friends, we we made it. This is the final episode of the season. It's a mini, but I just wanted to finish us out with a few Thoughts and takeaways from these past few months. The other night, I was sitting on the couch talking to my husband, John, about everything that I've learned in these past 13 conversations. And he said, You know, it seems like we have this newfound clarity that we're trying to build lives, not just careers. And I think that that is so on the nose. I feel like this past year, gave us an opportunity to pause for <laughs> a really long time and look at our lives. And a lot of the time, what I saw it did not make me feel very good. But I think what I'm learning is that that is part of the work. It feels like there's a lot that we may have uncovered. That being said, I also think that many of us are starting to feel like We might be ready to move on and try to integrate what we learned into this next chapter of our lives. And I guess the question is, like, how do we do that? I'm not entirely sure. There's this Elizabeth Gilbert quote that says, we do rituals as human beings in order to create a safe resting place for our most complicated feelings of trauma or joy so we don't haul those feelings around with us forever. And so I started looking for some sort of like ritual and I found this guide called A Ritual for What We Learned and Lost in COVID that I think could be a really good resource. It gives steps for gathering together with a small group of people and breaks the ritual down into three parts that are uh, gratitude, tangible change, and letting go. And it's interesting to me because I feel like Just in the last couple of weeks, I've started to hear and read more things where there is this emphasis on moving on and leaving 2020 behind us, which is sort of different from what I've been feeling. But the more that I sit with it, I actually think there is value to trying to think about how to go forward. And obviously, I don't think we can do that without acknowledging what we've been through. So maybe this guide could help. Another thing that I've been thinking a lot about is how we move forward when there's still so much that's unknown. I feel like fortunately, this past year gave me a new ability (laughs) to sit with my discomfort and my questions instead of reaching immediately for answers. I was just listening to this amazing interview with Joanna Macy and Anita Barrows, who recently published a new adaptation of Rilke's Letters to a Young Poet. And they both kept emphasizing how we are a culture that is obsessed with answers, that it's like, we're looking for like what product or health regime or drug that is going to make us better. And how Rilke would talk about the, this grasping for answers really only leads to suffering, and his feeling was that holding our questions close, returning to them often, turning them over again and again, that helps us live our way to the answers. And that made me think about the best directors that I've ever worked with who almost never answer my questions. Instead, they meet me with more questions. And what happens is that by having these questions in my head and trying and trying again, I usually am able to find my way. I think I think one big question that's come up for me this year is how to return to our theater community. I've even started to question, like, what is a community? I'm wondering if it's something that I say about the theater community to make me feel better about it Um, because I'm not sure that everyone feels like they belong to our community. I think my gut says that a community is a group of people who take care of one another, who live and grow together and do their best to lead with grace. And when they don't, they have tools for repair. And I was listening to this amazing episode of Still Processing, and they were talking about the Derek Chauvin trial in relation to the Sesame Street song, Who Are the People in Your Neighborhood? Do you guys remember that song? Um, And Wesley Morris posits that the reason the jury came to a guilty verdict was not just about George Floyd. But it was about his community. It was about the cup foods worker and the security guard who was trained in martial arts, the off-duty firefighter and EMT, and Darnella Frazier who filmed George Floyd's murder. And he thinks that it took all of them at the scene and then testifying in court to show the jury that what had happened was wrong. And it just made me think about our little neighborhood and how we show up for one another, how we disrupt bad behavior, how we take care of one another, and how we take care of ourselves as an act of community service. Audrey Lord says without community there is no liberation and I know in my bones that that's true. So I think we should take this summer and be good to ourselves, find the people that we have missed this past year, and talk about all of the ways that we're grateful to be alive, go outside, enjoy the beauty of this miraculous earth. And I think all of these things will help us show up even better for the myriad communities that we get to be a part of. I can't (laughs) thank you enough for this little community that we've made. It's happened in this truly extraordinary moment in our history, and it means more to me than you can imagine. Okay, that's all for now. In the meantime, take care of yourselves. This week's episode was recorded in New York on the land of the Lenape peoples. Sunday Pancakes is produced by me and the amazing Rachel Sussman of Plate Spinner Productions, who was the first person who convinced me to even make this pod editing and engineering is by the wonderful and kind Tim Kashani and our secret weapon and all around love Allie Rice of Apples and Oranges Arts. The theme music is by my best friend Gavin Creel. Special thanks this season to my love John Conley. Sunday Pancakes is distributed by Playbill.